Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 621 of the milk bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show, we'll be finding out about the third in the trilogy of Breaking the Tranquility of Solitude from Eddie Johnson. He'll be along to let us know about that forthcoming release and talk a bit about the two books that are out there at the moment already. Consul Dramatic Society let us know how they're looking for new members to tie in with the fantastic shows they have planned and a reworking of one they were about to bring to just before lockdown kicked in. On top of that, we'll be hearing from Beyond the Barricade about their forthcoming shows. They're back in the rehearsal room, so we'll be joining them there. Beth Berwick Lowe joins us with some brilliant music too as she's about to head out on the road to care homes on behalf of Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre as part of their Dementia Cafe. Plus, we'll also be hearing England Together, Steve Heathcock joining us to update us. Now, the video has been released as a song is out there to buy on iTunes and also stream on Spotify. That's all on the way on the show this week. With the easing of lockdown, the barricades are coming down, but also heading out on the road. Beyond the Barricade is back in the not-too-distant future. I'm joined now by the gang to tell me more. Hello. Morning. 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 So we've got everybody there by the looks of things, and the rehearsal room is the place to be by the looks of it. Andy, tell us uh, what's going on. Yeah, well, this is the first time that we've been together as a group. Uh, since mid-December, we did one concert in December. Uh, we, we managed to snatch one concert down at Malvern Theatres uh, when, when lockdown was eased. And then, of course, everything was shut down again. Um, so this is the first time that we've, we've managed to get together. We've got the band here. I've got Russ behind me and Dave Williams on drums. We've got Dan Goodyear over there. And I've got... Uh, here's Poppy. Hi. David. <laughs> Hello. And Katie. Hello. Now, we love seeing you out on the road. You're often in the Midlands. I mean, based uh, around here, too, obviously, uh, under normal circumstances. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, it's great, the concept of, of live shows coming back. And Dave, you in particular must be looking forward to this, as you're not allowed out very often. No, I'm not allowed out <laughs> at all without an escort. So, um, <laughs> but no, it is nice to be looking to get back out on the road again. It's been a long, long time. And what shows have started to come together? Are we looking at theatres now? The, at the moment, uh, it, it's, it's a slow burn with theatres because we're still waiting for that, that just that extra little push there from the government to tell us that we can we can go in without any social distancing. We do believe that's going to that's going to be quite a while. Uh, but we have got a couple of theatres. We're in Litchfield. It's our first show in Litchfield at the Litchfield Garrick, which is on the 23rd of May. Uh, socially distanced, all nice and safe. And then we're down at Malvern Theatres. Um, on the 16th of July. Mm -hmm. um, we're also doing an outdoor concert around the Midlands. Uh, we're doing one at Oak Edge, which is at Walsley Bridge in Stafford. Yeah. That's going to be on the 18th of July. So lots of chances to see you and, most importantly, hear you bring uh, some music from some fantastic musicals to life. And I know you constantly mix up the different sets on, on what you have. So what, what have you got lined up for your uh, audiences this time round? Everything. <laughs> Gosh, yes, we've got some new numbers and some taken out just to give a bit of variety. Yeah, we do um, 
a big section from Phantom of the Opera, and of mm -hmm. course, Les Miserables, which is the big finale of the show. We do Blood Brothers, uh, but also we've put in quite a bit of new material from uh, shows such as Hamilton and Come From Away. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think of the new stuff. Well, we're just, we're just actually actively <laughs> just looking rehearsing. at the moment. <laughs> we're, we're adding material from <laughs> Hamilton as we speak, because of course it is the big, the big musical everybody still wants to go back and see. Mm -hmm. And Come From Away as well, which is, uh, which is relatively new in the West End, having had that year off that we've all been enforced. So, yeah, so we're just, we're just rehearsing stuff from that, those two shows today. Yeah, I mean, even if you're thinking about going back to see a show, you need a fix of everything. And this is where Beyond the Barricade come in. And with the fantastic range of singing voices you have there, uh, it, it's going to be awesome. Dave, uh, I mean, I know that uh, you were you, uh, one of the stars of the show. So tell, what's your favourite in the, the current lineup? Do you know, I think it's some of the new stuff. Come From Away, which I think is the most brilliant musical. If you haven't seen it, I mean, it opens again, I think, in August. Well worth a trip to London to go and see it. It is, it is a great feel-good show. Um, and so I mentioned Hamilton earlier. We're also looking at things like Secret Garden now as well. And of course, you can't leave ABBA alone, can you? So we're, uh, we're going to get some ABBA stuff in the show as well. That is purely so Andy can dress up as Agnetha again, though, isn't it? Spot on, Jason. We've got you, we've got a band. Um, I, we haven't prepared this, but have you got anything you can perform for us for a, a few moments? Uh, do you know what? We've just literally walked in and plugged the <laughs> mic in, but if you give us, we'll do the opening of Les Mis or something like that because everybody loves a bit of Les Mis. Okay, then beyond the barricade, take it away. Two, four, six, oh, one. 
end of the day you're another day older And that's all you can say for the life of the poor It's a struggle, it's a war And there's nothing that anyone's giving From the day standing about, what is it for? When it lets you be living At the end of the day you're another day colder And you're shoving your back as we keep up the chill And the righteous hurry past You'll hear the little ones crying And the winter is going on fast Ready to kill When they knew it's a dying At the end of the day there's another day dawning And the sun in the morning is waiting to rise And the waves crash on the sand like the song of a reckoning second There's a hunger, there's a hunger, there's a reckoning still to be reckoned There's gonna be hell to be Absolutely fantastic stuff, live from the rehearsal room. And yeah, you guys don't need to rehearse. I think that's what that is telling me, to be honest with you. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. I mean, yeah, well done, boys. <laughs> I would like to throw you in at the deep end. That was absolutely fantastic. More of that. And yeah, there's shed loads more than that. Oh, and you go into the show. There'll be lights. There'll be all sorts. There'll be, there'll be outfits. We won't, we won't see the uh, Andy in his pajamas. We will have uh, a, a great show. Give us all the details of the forthcoming shows, where we can get tickets, and of course, where we can follow you on the socials. Okay, so uh, the first show around here, a Literal Garrick on the 23rd of May. Uh, there are a few tickets available. It's sold really well, socially distanced. And then we're down at Malvern Theatres uh, in Malvern, and that is on the 16th of July. And then the big open air concert, the big outdoor concert that we're doing is at Oak Edge Park at Walsley Bridge in Stafford. And uh, those, those, uh, those are all available on seatickets.com. On or on our website, it's probably easier actually, beyondthebarricade.com, go on there and all the dates are listed. But yeah, come and, come and see us. If, you, if, if people are hesitant about indoors, we've got the big outdoor show in Stafford. It will be amazing. I know that because it's you guys. You are absolutely awesome. Thank you again. Have a great time on the road. Break a leg because it's theatre. We have to say that. And uh, we, we're very much looking forward to seeing Beyond the Barricade doing what you do once more across the Midlands and across the nation and globally. But that's a little way off yet. But it'll be back to global soon, won't it? It will certainly. Hope so. Beyond the Barricade, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Jason. Beth Berry-Glow has actually been out and about, a bit of bluebird belling and a bit of singing on her own right too. She's here to tell me more about what's going on, particularly as she has some fun stuff going on with the Grand Theatre. Hello to you. Hello. How is it all going? Very well, thank you. Yes, very different to sort of this time last year when we spoke. Yeah, I mean, because we were talking around the 75th anniversary of VE Day and uh, the Bluebird Bells obviously had a, a million and one events to go to and then there was a number which stayed around online. Uh, I know that you've been doing a few bits and pieces where uh, uh, yeah, the situation has allowed, should we say, but uh, we've got some great stuff potentially coming over the next few weeks. Yes, so um, I suppose the most exciting thing is that I'm going to be working with the Wolverhampton Grand Theatre, which is wonderful. We've done a few bits and bobs for them over the past year, which has been great, but now we are doing a care home tour as part of the Dementia Cafe, which is one, uh, run sorry, by Remy at the Grand, and um, she's a, a wonderful, wonderful lady. And so we're doing, yeah, a two-week tour, um, and it's all being funded by the Government's Culture Recovery Fund. So the care homes actually won't have to pay for the entertainment. So uh, it's something really, really great for them. 
And the music will be fantastic, I know, because you're going to be there. And uh, you, know, you, you do some uh, amazing stuff, as we've seen online. And uh, I think with the great work that Dementia Cafe's done, uh, Julie and Ian have uh, been doing things on site at the Grand for uh, a number of years now, and that's been so well received. I went along to uh, their Christmas show uh, a couple of years back now, and that was absolutely fantastic. And the whole ethos of the, uh, the events, well, we again brought to life with you going along and, and singing a few numbers in care homes across the region. Region. And uh, it, it's just going to be awesome. And I'm, I'm sure you'll be enjoying uh, being out and about as well. Well, that's it. I have done a few sort of garden shows over the past couple of months where they've been allowed. And it's been so wonderful being back at the care homes, seeing those residents again who I've not seen for a year. And they've had no entertainment at all. So the joy on their faces is just clear to see. And, you know, it's all the songs that they remember, of course, um, even if they're in sort of the late stages of dementia, if they hear a song that they remember from their youth, their faces just come alive. Um, and it's so special for them and um, so so it's been wonderful and I'm, I'm so looking forward to doing this every day for a couple of weeks yeah it's going to be absolutely fantastic so that is something to look forward to let's just cover off that one and how people get involved if they uh, have a, a resident in a care homes in their family and they can get in touch with that care home or the care homes themselves yep so the sessions are available between the 28th of june and the 9th of july you've got to email remy l that's r-e-m yl at grandtheatre.co.uk to inquire about the king slot so get on there and check out all the details because there's loads starting to happen at the grand grandtheatre.co.uk is where you can find it more 01902 for the box office for all the shows they've been releasing but the dementia cafe is something that runs alongside all the work they do it's part of their community outreach work and it is all about keeping the, the arts alive within the city and the grand does so much work on that not only through the dementia cafe but all their other outreach projects and of course with the friends of the grand too so absolutely worth getting in touch checking out the details and finding out what the grand theatre are doing so uh, I know we'll be talking to some of the team down there about uh, their reopening in the not-too-distant future. And I know the first event they have planned is coming up in July, so check out that. And uh, there'll be more to come as soon as they're able to get that confirmed. I know it because they're so keen to get back on stage, which is the important bit. But you've been also showing some more fantastic music via YouTube. And uh, we spoke again last year. You, you were working your way through an alphabet, but uh, the, the music has sort of continued to flow even after you got past Z. That's it. Well, <laughs> it's so funny because when we started the a to z songbook we we thought that we'd never get to z because we just didn't know did we were told sort of initially it was going to be a three-week lockdown so you know 21 days 26 letters in the alphabet really didn't expect that we'd get to z but we did um and then sort of as you know all musicians um creatives have had to diversify so we found ourselves online i set up my youtube channel sort of this time last year um, and I've just started posting covers. I've tried to be sort of innovative and interesting. So I like to clone myself um, <laughs> so that, you know, I'm, I'm doing three part harmony, but there's also three of me on screen as well, just to keep it interesting. But I'm trying to just sort of do a, a real mix of songs. So as well as the vintage stuff, I did a meatloaf cover last week, just of a song that I really liked. It was my little tribute to Jim Steinman, who passed away a few mm. weeks ago. Um, so I'm just trying to post sort of one, at least one a week or one every fortnight um, because YouTube is just such a, a fantastic platform, isn't it? Um, and it's sort of, it's kept everybody going. It's connected us all over the past year. Um, and so I've, I've probably 
gained a, a lot more followers and fans based on that than I would just going out and, and singing in my, my usual way. Well, because um, you normally are too busy to be able to do this sort of stuff because you're working the whole time and uh, you know, whether you're part of a show or whether you're singing in your own right or whether uh, the bells are appearing at an event, uh, you know, there's, there's normally so much going on you wouldn't normally have chance. And to, to, to have three of you on screen. And this has caused some confusion, hasn't it? Because uh, I enjoyed the one comment that came past on Facebook earlier this week. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't think somebody realised, either he thought I was a twin mm-hmm. or he didn't realise that I cloned myself and he, he said I should have more eye contact with the girl that I'm singing with, which is obviously <laughs> a little bit difficult to do when someone's not physically there. But um, I, thought I wouldn't confuse him and go back with that. But it is interesting and uh, and entertaining. I've had a lot of people, um, you know, sort of message me and say, how do you do that? I really want to do it with myself. And I'm only too happy to share my, my knowledge. <laughs> Because uh, I've had to learn from someone as well, but I've now got a full-blown studio, film studio in my house. I've converted my dining room, so, um, so I do everything in there, and I'm, I'm very fortunate to have that. But yeah, my knowledge of filming and all that, uh, all that jazz has increased monumentally over the past you, year. You do I'm have a little assistance within the house as well, though, don't you? From Wilbur the dog. Yes, and I, I know Wilbur's featured in a couple of the videos. Yeah, he certainly has. He's a he's a firm favourite with the fans, Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good <laughs> stuff. With a personality. <laughs> So you and uh, your your four legged friend uh, will be releasing more videos. We need to get him to sing along at some point as well. That'd be that that'd be yeah, a neat. He's very vocal. The, well, the, there must be an animation tool you can get so he is the other half of the singing. Oh, I could try that. Are you setting me a challenge I th- there? I think we have a challenge for a, a YouTube video in the not too distant future as you're learning new skills. That'll be good. <laughs> So where can we find out more about uh, the Beth Bellick Love Experience, please? So my Miss Beth Bell YouTube, which is my vintage personality, is youtube.com forward slash Miss Beth Bell, and it's B-E-L-L-E. And then I'm on Facebook with the same URL. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok, diversified there. And then we've got the Bluebird Bells Vintage Trio as well. So if you just type us in on Google, you know, all of the social media will come up. So please do follow us and check out what we've been doing. We actually did a very, um, it was a, a sort of a last minute idea. We covered the Wellerman song, you know, the sea shanty mm-hmm. that everyone was going for. And we covered that and that's had over half a million views on TikTok. I never expected that. So it just shows that these platforms are incredible, aren't they? Yeah, it's, a, it's shown to an audience you never would have dreamt of before. And people drop in and they see stuff and then they share it and you can see why they share it because you're so blooming good. You're too talented for my, for, for my world to be fair. It is scary how good you are, but uh, we absolutely adore everything you do. Check it out. Miss Beth Bell is what you're looking for and of course the uh, Bluebird Bells too. And it's available to book for parties and events and uh, all at very reasonable rates. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, always love to catch up with you. Thank you again for joining us. And uh, we're now going to take a listen to a tune. So what have you got lined up? Uh, this is my cover of She Loves You by The Beatles. Something which you'll no doubt be requested when you're out and about doing uh, your work in the care homes. And uh, say the amazing back catalogue. And you, you, you could even have some uh, the, uh, the the older members of our community rocking along to a bit of meatloaf as well. That's not, not impossible, is it? But I know you'll be going down some of the... Uh, the, the the more historic routes too to help jog their memories. Yeah, definitely. It'll be things like, how do you like your eggs in the morning? If I knew you were coming out of baked cake, there's a food theme here. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, and I shall see you soon, hopefully in real life. Bye. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, 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 yeah.
lost your love Well, I saw her yesterday It's you she's thinking of And she told me what to say She says she loves you And you know that can't be bad She loves you And you know you should be glad She said you hurt her so She almost lost her mind But now she says she knows You're not the hurting guy She says she loves you And you know that can't be bad She loves you And you know you should be glad She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah With a love like that You know you should be glad You know it's up to you I think it's only fair Pride can hurt you too Apologize to her Because she loves you And you know that can't be bad She loves you And you know you should be glad With a love like that, you know you should be glad With a love like that, you know you should be glad With a love like that, you know you should be glad Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, 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 yeah The fact that Codsall Dramatic Society are on the lookout for a few new members for their latest production fills me with hope of the fact they're going to be back soon. They were, in fact, the last show I didn't get to see before lockdown started. I think that makes some sort of sense. To tell us more about what is going on, Wendy and Colin Peterson. Hello to you both. Hello. So, uh, what, what is going on? What is, what is happening? And, uh, and what are the plans that you have afoot? Right, well, I'll kick off, I think, because um, I never get a word in as I start. So... Yeah, was, the uh, lockdown occurred last year. Uh, production, uh, the, uh, we were due to do um, Joking Apart by uh, Alan Aitbourne. We held our last rehearsal on Monday the 16th of March, and then we closed down <laughs> instead of <laughs> I, doing the production. I still have my so, tickets for that. I found them out the other day. So. Since then, we spent the first uh, three months or thereabouts of, uh, of lockdown. Um, I sent out a, a, a weekly bulletin telling people where they could find all sorts of stuff to look at and keep themselves generally amused <laughs> on various websites. And um, we, we learned how to use Zoom, uh, as did the whole world. <laughs> and we have continued meeting as a society uh, via Zoom uh, uh, as best we can. So most Wednesday nights when we would normally be rehearsing, we are now holding Zoom meetings and we've been reading plays by all manner of authors. We've done all sorts of things from Shakespeare uh, through to one act plays that have been written by people who've just said, Hey, I've written a play, you know, um, <laughs> and some of them have been very good and some of them have been not quite so. Uh, so we've been doing this. We've got lots of material lined up. We've got, uh, the play already in the can, if you like, for, um, 
joking apart, we've got the scenery already. Uh, all we need is uh, uh, some, some new cast. Uh, because one of the, the, the problems that we've had over the last 12 months is, of course, everything changes. And we've had people who've gone off to university, and we've had uh, people who, um, hang on a bit, lose that. People who um, have, have, have what? Relocated. Relocated, that's the yes. word, yes. Uh, <laughs> one of our members moved down south to open a pub. <sighs> not not the, not the ideal the career times. move, but um, unfortunately, he, he's gone. Uh, and so we, we do need some new members. Uh, that's why we're looking for new members on Facebook and, okay. and, and other places. Yep, well, let's say it's a great society to be part of. The work that comes out is absolutely fantastic. Uh, proper professional ethos about absolutely everything you do, even though it is uh, an Andran group. But one of many years standing, and I think that's the reason why you've kept going, even through pandemics and wars. Yes, we've been going uh, over 70 years now. We celebrated our 70th anniversary two years ago. Um, and fortunately, we just seem to keep attracting some some really good members, some loyal members, talented members, um, you know, and it, it just seems like a family that just keeps going on. So we have been very fortunate in that respect. Um, but anyway, yes, we have got plenty of plans in the future. We are planning when we come back in um, end of June, early July, government uh, guidelines permitting to start rehearsing for what could broadly be called a, a review or a studio evening in September to give everybody a bit of a chance, everybody to get warmed up again. Um, then we can go through and do our children's play, annual children's play. Uh, we've got to decide which one that's going to be. Could be Dick Whittington, perhaps, Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. Um, and then hopefully in March, we will be able to perform Joking Apart as part of Codstable Arts Festival. Now, just, just the two years behind schedule, but the show must stand, always will go on, which is what counts, even if it is delayed a little bit. But they, these things do happen, as we've seen over the last 14 months or so since all this kicked off. But uh, I say that it's it's the enthusiasm for it as well which shows through, and I think that's that's again true of of, of all the members and the, uh, the the work that goes in via the committee and everybody else involved, the look of each piece that you do, and the fact that you're doing it on the, on a scale where it is an intimate venue in Codswell Village Hall, but one which really deserves having. And this is really, I mean, having been to a, a few of these sort of things around the country, whether it be the the likes of the work that you're doing, I've I've seen uh, you know, the arts festivals. Uh, on, in coastal resorts where they've brought in uh, rep the theatre over the summer months and you know all of this it's, it's the same quality to me you know you, they, they, okay the guys on in, in Frinton were being paid you guys are, are doing it for the love of it and um, it is just so good to see art so close up and I think that's what we've missed really isn't it it is it is but uh, it, it just keeps rolling um, it's, as Wendy said it's, it's this family thing we are always on, on the lookout for something, something to do, something new. Uh, during um, the first lockdown, I think it was, I went shopping um, and I, I came across two uh, hairdressers' chairs, <laughs> uh, pneumatic hairdressers' chairs. Now, we, we had had a thought about doing Steel Magnolias, which is a play that's set in a ladies' hairdressing salon. And now we have two chairs to, to do it. So it's, you know, it's just something else just stocking there in, in, in the background, waiting for the opportunity to uh, actually put it on stage and get people to come and see it. 
So either that we'll find you on Cash in the Attic or its latest equivalent at some point to uh, try and shift <laughs> yes, a couple of chairs. Yes, but uh, that's the way it goes. Fingers crossed we have something along those lines. But, I mean, from the, from the fun plays in the past, like The Vicar of Dibley, to so much more serious ones when we've told the story of suffragettes, you know, th there's been some great, great shows uh, over those 70 years. Long may that continue. Uh, some new members uh, to help fill out the cast uh, due to uh, absentees uh, for joking apart is one of those things that you're looking for. But equally, to be part of the likes of the, the Christmas children's play, which is always so well received by the village and beyond. And uh, I know that will go down well. Where do people go to to find out more about uh, well, what you're up to and, and get involved? Ask this. I'm just checking the phone number because we always get it wrong when we talk to you. That's, that's so, good uh, to so check. If, if people want to go, we have a Facebook page just... Uh, search for Codsell Dramatic Society. Uh, we have a, a web page, Codsell Dramatic Society. Codsell Dramatic Society at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, it can be emailed there. Email address. Yeah, Go on, what's the phone address. number? We're building up to it. I can see Colin's got we, his reading are, glasses I on. I can't find it. It's 01902. Do we know that bit? <laughs> 267322. Is it? <laughs> I love the element of surprise. It's like a suspense thriller that you're putting on for us at the moment. 267322. Yes, that's the one. 01902. Uh, 01902. Oh, sorry. 267322. Yeah. 267322. Stick the Wolverhampton prefix on it and, that's it. and you're away. Well, Absolutely. I would say it's, it's fantastic to know that you are about to emerge from lockdown with some great stuff on the way. The review in September sounds awfully exciting, and we will talk close to that. And, of course, we'll talk about the Christmas play for kids, too, and the, uh, the good fun that will follow there. And then we'll do a new interview with a new cast of Joking Apart, and we'll never throw back to the last one as well at the same time. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Excellent. That'd be great fun. Yeah, that uh, would be really good. So, to point out that we'd be delighted to welcome non-acting members as well. Mm -hmm. We always need people backstage, Absolutely. technical people, people just to make a cup of tea. Uh, and come along and uh, see what we're about. That's two, two important things, theatre and tea. I like it. It works well. Colin and Wendy yeah. Peterson, thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank Jason. Jason. Nice to meet you again. See you. Bye. Bye. England Together was released at the start of this month as we run up towards the Euros for 2021. It's really Euro 2020. It gets really confusing at this point. However, one thing that isn't confusing is the fantastic quality of this song. Steve Heathcock joins me now to tell me more about what's going on. Hello, sir. Morning, Jackson. How are we doing? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, good. Good, thank you. We had a few technical problems, but we but in that way we're all sorted. We're just about there, which is what counts. So, the single itself, we heard a little bit earlier on this year, but you've now got a video, uh, you've got some great publicity going on around it, and it's been so well received. It's fantastic. Uh, we did the video on the 24th of April in, in Swaddling Coats. Do you know Swaddling Coat at all? I do. Uh, it was filmed there. Uh, Paul Caseman, the Boris Johnson lookalike, you probably see the Boris Johnson lookalike in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. He actually paid for the video, so and he sent in for a thousand views in over a week. So I can't say more than that. And obviously we've got Frank Bruno doing doing a little video for us as well when the Euro starts. So it's fantastic uh, publicity all around at the moment. Brilliant. Well, it's, it's good to hear that this is going on. Uh, good to know what you've got happening. And uh, I say. The, the the thing about the song is we get a lot of football records and a lot of them aren't very good. This is fantastic. That's the that's that's the good bit about this, isn't it? Yeah, it's really catchy. I mean, uh, everybody seems to uh, you know embrace it. Uh, so uh, you know, and we're getting lots of uh, first press was done 
yesterday in mm. Staffordshire Live. And obviously I'll be following Express and Star, Stabby's News, Birmingham Mail, stuff like that. So, and then I'll play Central News Midlands today. So it's all good. Yep, fantastic. And you say you deserve to be in all the local media, so which is the reason we have you here. And uh, I'm glad that we were one of the first uh, to talk to you a few months ago as you were building up to this release. And so with the, the release here, give us a, a bit of the background on those who are involved. Remind us who's actually on the single. Yeah, there's, uh, there's Take Two. Uh, there's Nick Jarman, who does all the promoting. Uh, there's Harmonic Four, Ivor Jones, Kevin Jenkins is actually in Spain, you know, the guitarist bits. Uh, he's actually in Spain, he sent his bits. So uh, that's a bit. And then obviously Paul Caseman, you know, the Boris Johnson lookalike. Mm-hmm. There's Dallin Burroughs, who did the video. Uh, Dan Brass, uh, he's done a bit of promoting in Swaddling Cart, that area, Burton, as well. So. Uh, you know, it's all good. Yeah, a good team involved, and that's come together to produce some fantastic music. And these are all acts who people will have seen, whether they're on holiday in Spain or around the Midlands as well, which is the other good bit too, because these are all acts who haven't had a lot going on over the last 12 months because they're normally playing social clubs throughout the year, aren't they? Of course, yeah. And obviously we're just coming out of lockdown now so i mean i'll be gigging again soon and so will everybody else hopefully fingers crossed you know fingers crossed have you got anything lined up yet yeah i've got, I've got some uh my first ones next week uh the squiddle down in alberley well, you know so uh fingers crossed that goes and then june july everything's yeah i've got quite a few coming back, in back to normal back to the residences and back to uh enjoying performing out on the road mm-hmm. and back to having an income again which will be quite nice of course, yeah. I mean, I really I to go on universal credit, like a lot of people, you know, which is no uh, shame, but it's been a struggle. But Absolutely not. I mean, everybody's needed some support throughout the last 12 months, whether it's mental, physical or financial. And uh, we've, we've all had to have something different to what we would have expected anyway and say we're, we're, it's all about us working together to, to make the most of this time. And that uh, England together is uh, about uh, having some great music to, towards the, uh, the celebration of Euros 2020, which is obviously postponed. So, uh, you know, this is going to be part of the fun of the event. And, uh, of course, you'll be cheering England on. Absolutely, I'm a big England fan. I love football. Like, you know, let's hope we can go all the way. You know? Yeah. Well, what, what, do you, what do you think? What, let's let's be realistic, and obviously we know what the dream is. But let's be realistic. How far do you think we're going to get? Uh, definitely past the group stages. I'll yeah. The group. What, uh, you know. But anything past the group stages. But the, the further England go, the further the sun goes. You know, that's always the case. If you've got a song, when England are out, the song's out. So hopefully England go all the way. That's what I want. That's what everybody wants to do, English and proud. Yeah, because, I mean, let's face it, most people are going to be watching this on TV. There's not going to be the sort of travelling that we've seen in volume in the past, even though, you know, so there will be some uh, spectators in stadia. Uh, it, it is not the, uh, the same as we would have ordinarily. But... It doesn't take anything away from the fact that we still want to see England do well, uh, particularly following Brexit, I suppose, as well, because this is our chance to, uh, to shine a little bit, isn't it, really? Yeah, when it, when it, when, when it, well, I think the song with England together is... I'm hoping to bring the country and the nation together with the song, obviously, because the pandemic has been terrible for everybody, not just me, artists, businesses. Everybody's suffered, you know, all those deaths, and so let's, let's have a bit of uh, positivity you know, with the song and try and bring the country together. It's a fun song, it's a fun video. Let's try and do it, you know. Absolutely. We will take a look and listen to all of that now, but people need to get their hands on this. They can see it online on YouTube, but they can also buy this as well. Yeah, well, you can stream it on Spotify and it's on iTunes to download and it'll be on all the download platforms just waiting for them to put iTunes, downloads, 
Spotify for streaming at the moment, yeah. Okay, so that's the start. And you've got a Facebook group as well? Yeah, England Together. If they join that, Jason, they can actually donate to, to the NHS. I'm trying to get a Frank Bruno uh, link on there as well. I'm just because uh, we've got Frank involved at some point. I need a little video for us, so I do need a, a link for that as well. So that'll follow the next few days and weeks, so keep checking back for that one. But you are looking for England Together on Facebook, and if you search for that, uh, what, what picture have we got on there, just so people know what we're looking for? Uh, the England Together, it's just like the groups out of all the group. That, that's still on there, like, and we've got over 600 members now, so that's quite good in two months. So yeah, that's quite good. So keep keep it following, keep making friends with the group, and uh, yeah, let's make sure we can get some good cash donated towards the NHS charities together uh, to uh, help support this too. And again, it's all part of saying thank you. It's about getting everyone together, as you say. Literally, it's in cool, the title. Yeah. And uh, some great music to boot, which is uh, absolutely fantastic. So, I mean, Steve, thank you for joining us. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you to the whole team behind this. Uh, let's get you in all the media, and uh, we'll make sure there's not just a share in it, and uh, we can have a great time enjoying the track. Yeah, thank you, Jason. I do appreciate your time and your support. It's been everybody in England together. Thanks, you.
already have two installments of Breaking the Tranquility of Solitude out there. A third is almost imminent now. Ed Johnson joins us now to tell us more. Hello, sir. Morning. How are we doing? You okay? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Good stuff. So what has been going on? Because it's probably nearly 12 months since we last spoke, isn't it? It's got to be, yes, at least, I would think. Um, I think last time we spoke, I was getting ready to launch book two. Uh, no, sorry, book one. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, obviously, I've told you about book two, but they, they were a year apart. So that, I think that was December 2019 and December 2020 was book one and book two's launches. Uh, I'm hoping that book three will be ready for uh, a, a special day on the 6th of the 6th. Um, but it is, to be perfectly honest, looking unlikely that I'll be ready for that date. Yeah. It doesn't really matter, but it would have been nice. Yeah, well, I mean, even if it goes electronic rather than uh, the, the, the paper version, which I know has proved hugely popular, you'll, you'll be most of the way there. But uh, for those who don't know the story, give us the background to uh, the, the, the whole trilogy, because it was nearly one book, but there were just too many words, weren't there? Uh, yeah, pretty much. So... Um, years and years ago, to cut a long story short, I had various different ideas which were uh, formed from various dreams that I'd had, that I repetitively had over, over many years. So uh, what I decided to do was to try and put those um, dreams together and try and make them into some form of a story, even though quite often the dreams didn't really have any relevance to each other. Mm -hmm. So I thought I'd try and use them as chapters. So each dream was a chapter in effect. But I soon realised that the dreams were actually influenced by films and music that I'd been listening to over many years. And realistically, that's what they were. They were basically little bits of TV and little bits of film. So that then started to influence how I wrote and, and what I wrote. So, uh, and it, it cut a very, very long story <laughs> short. It ended up becoming a homage to all things film and music. And in specifics, uh, a homage to one very particular band, which... Ironically, I never actually mentioned throughout the whole thing, but they, they are pretty much homaged in every every chapter. So that's the, um, the intriguing way in which the stories come together. And so you've got uh, you've got some celebrity friends who are well behind this because your forward is written by somebody who's very well known. Uh, yes, I'm lucky enough over the years to have done various different activities, one of which has been uh, fo football. I, I coach, as you know, I coach mm -hmm. goalkeepers. And uh, I organised a charity match, or oh, crikey, it was something about 10 years ago now. And um, just prior to that, I'd gone to a charity auction to try and drum up some support for my event. Mm -hmm. And I was lucky enough to bump into Nick Hancock, the TV celebrity. They think it's all over and lots of other famous things. And he's obviously a massive Stoke fan. And this match I was organising was between the ex-players of Stoke and the ex-players of Wolves. So I just, you know, in the break, sort of having a coffee, just sidled up to him and thought, well, he's just another guy. You know, OK, he's famous, but... He's a football fan, so I told him what it was all about briefly and asked him if he'd mind supporting it. And lo and behold, 10 years later, I still chat to him quite regularly and he's agreed to do the forwards to the books. Uh, and uh, I've just just recently had a, a meeting with him um, the other day just to confirm that he's happy to do the forward for book three. Because at the end of the day, as much as it's nicer for him to do it, I didn't want him to be doing it out of any feeling that he had to, I want him to be on board and that he likes it and he's read it and, and he has. He's read all three books, which, as you said earlier, originally was one book. Uh, he's read them all and he's given me a lot of help. Not only has he wrote the forward, but he's actually given me his expertise and uh, helped me out a great deal. So, I, you know, I have a million thanks for him. Yeah, because he's done quite a bit of writing himself, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, I mean, I can't give you any details. Obviously, he wouldn't thank me if I did, but I, I believe that he's heavily engrossed 
in writing a book at this at this time, but that's as much as I could say because I wouldn't want to steal his thunder. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's have a chat with him when that happens. That'd be good to do. But meanwhile, back to to what you've got going on, and get, there's some interesting points during this story and, and the way it's come about because you're kind of the main character in this, aren't you? But you're not. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know because I've prior to this I've never done any writing before. Uh, but everybody I've spoken to sort of given me the impression that a lot of people on their first book tend to have one of the characters, if not the main character, will be basically them. But you've got to so write someone you know, haven't you, I think? And he, he puts that, yeah. that, that into it. And I think for the fact that this is surrounding a lot of different dreams you've had over the years, there's a lot of you in it already. Yeah, I mean, naively, when I first started writing it, I even called the character Eddie. Mm -hmm. um, but I quickly realised that that just got really complicated. And when I was trying to envisage what was going on, it, it just coloured it wrong. And when everybody was reading it, they were envisaging me rather than this character who is, although he has my character traits, he's definitely not me. You know, he's this go-getter action man doing all the stuff. Well, <laughs> that's clearly not me. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got a lot of character traits that I've put in for him because they are my character traits. Little little bits of OCD, uh, all the film referencing and the music references there, what comes out of his character. He's obsessed with XYZ and he does this every time something happens. Uh, he, he makes film quotes and, and makes references to film, um, to music regularly to try and cope with what's going on. He'll be humorous when perhaps humor wasn't really appropriate at the time. And again, all these things are things that have sort of secretly come from my character. But uh, it's not me. Definitely, definitely not me. But Mr. Brody Martins is not Eddie Johnson. <laughs> but there is something about you which ties in with this story as well. I think it's very personal to you. Definitely. Um, What's uh, to, for anybody who doesn't know more about this situation? Um, I, I got into having tattoos many years ago when I was sort of 30 something or other, mm -hmm. and I had one tattoo, and then I had another tattoo. And as anybody who's got tattoos knows, it can be quite addictive. But after two, one on each arm, I decided yeah, that's enough, enough. I, I can't really afford to go down that line, and that's enough. I'm not one for particularly showing them off. But then when these dreams and all the, all the books started, I decided to have a tattoo that would represent the book. And that literally just grew and grew and grew and the tattoo grew and then the story grew. And for a long time, it was difficult to tell whether I was telling the story of the tattoo or whether the tattoo was telling the story that I was trying to put on paper. So, yeah, uh, I do have a rather extensive tattoo, which depicts 90% of the story. And, and gives away the, the game as to what the, the name of the group is, for those who don't realise. So, so is this something you're prepared to share before the third novel's out? Uh, in terms of what the name of the group is? Well, the, what, what, what the tattoo looks like, because I said we have pictures. Well, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I suppose, if, if you so desire for me to undress. If people are watching this when they're having the breakfast, I'm not too sure whether that would be too good an idea. But, well, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll go for it then. Uh, so for, the, for those uh, listening to the audio, you're being spared this, but uh, Ed, Eddie has got a tattoo. Okay, he is I'll willing to, to share. He's, he's now going to do... Yeah, go on. You'll, I can't see, so you'll have to tell me. OK, we'll, we'll get you to move up and down a bit. This is the first yeah, time we've ever had anybody test, do this. I'll test your age and, and show you what my character's like. Do a bit of an anaspel. Does that mean anything to you? Nothing to me. 
Oh, up a bit, down a bit. Oh, you're yeah. in the golden shot. That's yeah, where we you are. Got it. You got it. I'm, I'm aware <laughs> of television culture from yesteryear. Okay, so uh, here, here he goes, and uh, that is a big tattoo. It certainly is. They moved down a bit. There we go. So then, then a bit further, so we can see the top. And there we go. It starts at the neck, all the way down the back. I think that gives some some uh, uh, the, the game away, as you say, but. Uh, that is an amazing piece of artwork and, and could equally uh, easily uh, be the, the cover of the third book itself. Well, I did think about that, actually. And basically, I, I didn't do that because the tattoo is mentioned throughout the three books mm -hmm. as, as something that influences the, the storyline. A couple of the characters in the book um, actually refer to it and say, oh, you know, that picture on your back there, that, that looks a bit like what happened yesterday sort of thing. So that does come into it as a weird understory. But um, the tattoo, I know you've just seen it, and obviously the people who have watched it will have seen it. It's, if, if you can imagine, it's a character bursting out from within another character. So that, that will make sense as you read the book. The important thing now is to get people to read the book. They've, if they haven't read anything yet, you've got time to read the first two before the third one comes out. Fingers crossed it'll still be the 6th of June, but it's looking a bit dicey for that now. However, you'll be able to follow all the details uh, by the, uh, your publishing website. Give us all the details of how people can find all this. Yeah, yeah. Um, the details is EDJ Publishing, and if you're telling anybody, you can pronounce it as Edge. That's the whole point of it. It's it's an edgy production. Uh, but yeah, edjpublishing.com. Mm -hmm. Use all the W's, and that will take you to the website. And on there, you can read all the blogs, and you can watch all my vlogs, which I've been doing for the last couple of years to promote the event. And you can click on a link that will take you direct to Amazon. And hopefully in the near future, you'll be able to just click on it and buy it straight off me as, as my own shop. But that isn't currently available. But Amazon does a great job and you can have it with you within 24 hours if you've got Prime. Mm -hmm. But so, yeah, going back to what uh, was saying about the, the, the visuality of the tattoo, this character is a bit like Alien, if you like. The character comes from within the character and then sends down a little monster which cuts a hole in the back of the guy who's just released this monster mm -hmm. to release another monster well obviously all that if you look carefully enough actually tells the story of what happens in the last chapter so i thought well i won't use it for the cover because otherwise everybody if they've if they've you know read the first two books they'll know what that means and it will straight away be a massive giveaway just to okay so you, so we will pretend we didn't say that that was that pretend, has a yeah that has a spoilers alert so we'll we'll forewarn people just before that however <laughs> it's complicated enough that I think if you haven't read book one or two, what I've just said will make no sense. Whatsoever. So don't remember that when you do read book one and two, get them now through edjpublishing.com and uh, you can enjoy this, uh, this strange romp through what started off as dreams have turned into a bit of Eddie in himself and uh, now our uh, three novels, so soon to become three novels, two already, third one to follow, that will uh, enlighten and entertain and uh, give you some good fun along the way. Uh, Eddie, always good to speak to you. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we look forward to speaking soon about the goalkeeping in the not-too-distant future. OK? Yeah, excellent. Thank you for having me on. That's great. <laughs> Well, that's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 622 next week. I'll see you then. ta for now. Goodbye from the mill bar. 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 Yeah.
stop on the nail bar, yeah. 